For the wrestling fans. Give me a hell yeah. By wrestling fan. Ooh, yeah. Not your average in your mom's basement podcast. Broadcast weekly. You are listening to Into the Squared Circle podcast. Now here is your host. GB's here for Into the Squared Circle podcast. Yes, welcome to another episode. And on this very own episode, I will give you guys my top three WWE Raw highlights this past Monday on the USA Network. And I'll give you guys my top three All Elite Wrestling Dynamite on TBS this past Wednesday right here on the show. Hey, if you're a new listener, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode each and every time I upload. And yeah, hit the subscribe, hit the like. No matter what podcasting outlets you listen to this fine program. And follow me on my social media platforms at Into the Squared Circle Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and X. Friendly known as Twitter. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. All right. Are you ready? Without further ado, let me give you guys my top three Monday Night Raw and All Elite Wrestling Dynamite highlights right here on Into the Squared Circle Podcast. All right, my friends. How's everybody doing? Hope you're having a great week as always. Again, throughout the show, your voices matter, okay? You're the listener. You have any feedback? If you have any opinions on anything throughout the show, come on, man. Give me your name, where you're from. Into the Squared Circle Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send me a DM, man. Send me a direct message. It's like, yo, gee, that match sucks. Or that match kick ass. Right? All right. Good deal. So, as I mentioned, I'll give you guys my top three Monday Night Raw highlights and my top three All Elite Wrestling Dynamite highlights. If you watch both shows or one or the other, think about what my top three will be. Just just think about it. And while you're thinking about that, let's talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax. That's right. New Japan Pro Wrestling presents G1 Climax 33, which is going down as we speak. We're almost shy to the finals of the tournament. But here's the current standings for New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax. Right now in the A block, Sonata leads the charge of 14 points. Hekaleo's 8. Yota Tashi is at 7. Renarita is at 6. Kaito Kainami is at 6. Shota Umno is at 6. And Gabriel Kidd's at 5. Where Chase Owens at number 4. Block A. As we cruise into Block B, Kushko Okada is at 12 points. Will Osprey is at 10. Will El Phantasmo is at 6. Taiji's at 6. Tonga Lois at 6. Kenta's at 6. Great O'Connor's at six. Yoshihashi's at four. So, man, we got, what, two, four, five guys at six points right now in the B block. All right, let's cruise on the block C. David Finley's at 10 points. Well, Evil's at 10 points. Tomatonga's at nine points. Well, Eddie Kingston's eight. Shingo Tagachi's at seven. Mikey Nichols is at four. Hinari's on four. And Tomohiro Ishii's at four points in the C block. All right, let's press on over to the D block. Tetsuyo Naito and Zack Zabra Jr. is at 10 points. 
where Jeff Cobb's at nine. Alice Coughlin, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Hiroki Goto, six points. Shane Hakes is at five, where Toro Yano sent dead last at four points and the D blocks. Right now, as a whole total, Sonata reigns supreme in the whole damn tournament with 14 points, okay? So, the next night is going to be August 10th at the Fubashi Arena in Fubashi Shibata, Japan. That's the next night for New Japan G1 Climax. Night 18, we're going to be in uh, Tokyo. And then night 19, uh, which will be on August the 13th, will be the final, the final match. The singles match for the G1 Climax. Couple of days, folks, until we crown the new G1 Climax Tournament winner. And as always, whoever wins the G1 Climax Tournament will get a title shot at Wrestle Kingdom in January of 2024. Into the Squared Circle podcast is all part of the GSJ Multimedia Production. From audio to photography, videography, and more. Check out gsjmultimediaproduction.com for more information and help create your vision today. All right, my friends, let's kick off the main event of the show. My top three WWE Monday Night Raw highlights. All right, you have plenty of time to figure out what's my top three highlights from Monday Night Raw. Have you figured it out? No? Well, let's talk about it. All right, so I watched Monday Night Raw. Some good stuff on the show. Highlight number one kicked off the show and also an end of the show. If you watch Monday Night Raw this past Monday, you know what I'm talking about. Now, if you really don't give a rat's ass and what's going on Monday Night Raw, okay, well, stick around because I'm going to give you my top highlight. Top three. And here's the first one. It starts off the show of Monday Night Raw this past Monday where American Nightmare Cody Rhodes come out, kick off the show, told the crowd he slayed the beast. I'm talking about the incarnate Brock Lesnar. Yes, Cody told the crowd he whipped Brock Lesnar's ass at SummerSlam. Was surprised about the handshake after the match. And uh, he said he's proud of what he did. And now he's he's open to fight anybody. Well, Seth Rollins caught wind of that promo, came out in his giant ass moon boots, Crocs. He's bright yellow Crocs. <sighs> Man. All right, let's just forget about it. Anyway, Seth Rollins come out. <laughs> Sounds like a damn nanny. You remember that show from the 90s called, 90s or 80s, called uh, The Nanny? <laughs> Sound like she smoked a pack of cigarettes. Come on, man. I, I love South Rollins. I just hate this gimmick. Anyway, he comes out. Yeah. Oh, you think you're the best around here? You want to fight me? <laughs> well, he came out and, uh, well, after this little fiasco, out comes the Judgment Day. Finn Balor. Well, not really. More like Damian Priest. Rhea Ripley. Dominic Mysterio. They all came out. Eventually, Finn Balor joined the fold when he blindsided and attacked Seth Rollins. And the rest of the Judgment Day was gang an attack on Cody Rhodes. And out comes Sami Zayn for the rescue. And uh, even the score. Cody Rhodes grabbed the microphone, told the crowd, All right, since we all want to fight, let's have a multi-man match. Right? Who doesn't like multi-man matches on the Monday Night Raw main event? Not like we've been seeing them the past couple of weeks, but why not? Let's have another multi-man match. Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, and Seth 
freaking Rollins versus Damian Priest, Finn Balor, and Dominic Mysterio. Okay, main event set for Monday Night Raw. Now, we get midway through the show. Sami Zayn gets attacked backstage. According to the online reports, Sami Zayn is dealing with a legit injury. How about that? Add another superstar to the injury list because Sonya Deville, one half of the the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, she's injured. Great. So the injury list is just racking up in the world wrestling entertainment as always. Seem like we get a wave of superstars getting hurt every year. And seem like we got another batch for the year of 2023. So again, Sami Zayn, undisclosed injury. Kevin Owens, undisclosed injury. We have Sonya Deville. I believe she has an ACL tear. She's out. And a bunch of other wrestlers currently on the list that's out right now. So not good for the WWE because we got we got superstars left and right in the women's locker room and the men's locker room being injured and sitting on the sidelines right now. Right now, both teams, both factions in the women's and Raw are the champions which are currently injured. So we'll have to see how things will play out in the future. As of right now, there's no plans on stripping titles or having some kind of tournament, but uh, who knows? Maybe things will change in the near future. So I'm going off on a tangent here, but highlight number one continues on to the main event. As I mentioned, uh, Sami Zayn gets attacked backstage. All right, so who's the partner? To replace Sami Zayn in the multi-match between Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins versus the Judgment Day? Well, both... Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes bumped into Shinsuke Nakamura backstage and invited him to be part of the main event, and he accepted. So now we have a change in the main event as Shinsuke Nakamura will join forces with Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes for one night against the Judgment Day. So here we are, main event time, solid match. As always, Cody Rhodes looked phenomenal. Seth Rollins worked great as a tag team with Cody. Shinsuke was impressive. Um, as always, it was a great, great main event. Ultimate match, right? So, who got the victory, G? Well, it's no other than Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, and Shinsuke Nakamura. And I gotta say, Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes, they, they, they shook hands at the very end. They put their difference to the side as a team. And uh, they worked together well, which landed them a victory. Now, here's the shocking part. Shinsuke Nakamura decided to twist the story and took out Seth freaking Rollins. Why, Shinsuke? Why? Shinsuke Nakamura blind attacked Seth Rollins for no explanation of why. And Cody Rhodes was in shock. He's like, we work together as a team. Now you attack Seth, so hopefully we'll get answers next Monday on the USA Network. All right, highlight number two of WWE Raw this past Monday on the USA Network. Well, highlight number two was Chad Gable. Are you surprised, right? So Chad Gable, again, he's been impressing me uh, the past couple of weeks, all right? So he had a hell of a match. Hands down, a hell of a match this past Monday on Raw. And it was in a match between, uh, by the way, this match was a number one contenders match to face Gunther for the Intercontinental Champion. It's a fader four-way. Ricochet, 
versus Matt Riddle Pro versus Tommaso Ciampa versus Chad Gable. A great wrestling match. Now, I talked about Chad Gable in the past. He has a great, great amateur wrestler. By the way, Raw was in his hometown this past Monday on Raw in Minnesota. Minneapolis, Minnesota to be exact. His family was there. His wife was there. His children was there. And uh, he came out and put on a great match. And he had a great match last week. And Chad Gable is phenomenal. And if there was one thing I would change from Chad Gable, this is stupid. This stupid shush gimmick get rid of it make him a more serious badass wrestler a dangerous badass wrestler hell i would turn him heel if i wanted to but he's a phenomenal wrestler he is great he seemed like he could be a cocky hard-working pro wrestler that could just defeat anybody the next kurt ink uh, next amateur wrestler he is phenomenal in the ring guy looks great he looks like a star the only thing i would change differently is get rid of this shish gimmick maybe you will disagree with me i'm not a big fan of it maybe maybe separate him with otis i know fans are, are big fans of both of them i get it the kids love him whatnot but uh, again I would love to see him as a singles wrestler away from Otis. And uh, the other chick just hangs around with them. He is a phenomenal wrestler. He could be the next big thing. He can be. But in the meantime, with this shush gimmick and attaching himself to Otis, I, again, I, I, I just have a hard time accepting a seriousness from him. But he's a hell of a wrestler. He is a hell of a talent. And Chad Gable's victory landed my second highlight of Monday Night Raw because... He's a hell of a wrestler, man. And uh, if you don't believe me, go check out this match this past Monday on Raw. By the way, he won the number one's contender match, and he has a date with the Intercontinental Championship match with Gunther. That's going to be a hell of a match. I'm excited for that one. All right, my friends, let's cruise on over to my final and third highlight of Monday Night Raw. Can you take a guess what it is? All right, highlight number three for Monday Night Raw. All right, my friends, have you cracked the code? Hmm? You figure it out yet? Highlight number three, got the fans talking online. Whoa. It was a war of words, the battle of promos. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about, The Miz. He's a little jelly, as the kids would say. Jealous of L.A. Knight. Yeah. Well, apparently L.A. Knight was getting a photo shoot backstage, and The Miz didn't appreciate L.A. Knight taking up his photo shoot time. So The Miz come out, demands L.A. Knight to come out and confront The Miz. And it was a hell of a promo. The Miz pretty much ripped L.A. Knight a new ass, telling them, dude, I don't know what's with you why the fans like you but i've been in the business is almost 20 years i'm the most respected wrestler when i'm backstage i shake my hand say my name i'm the most respected locker room leader and you my friend shows up to the wwe and doesn't introduce yourself to me and shake my hand where have you been the last 20 years and my favorite part from the miz where he told la knight that you're a attitude era mark trying to be a cosplayer wrestler i thought that was hilarious and la knight responded you know what dude I've been scratching and clawing the past 20 years to get to this spot while your ass 
went right through and took the shortcuts. I had to work and earn to get my way here. And it was a phenomenal promo between both men. Phenomenal promo. And look, LA Knight is the fan's favorite, including myself. I'm a big fan of LA Knight. And uh, you put two great Talkers in the ring. I, again, phenomenal. Phenomenal in the ring. Now, this highlight, let alone, became my third favorite highlight of Monday Night Raw. Of course, The Miz trying to put his hands on L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight decided to reverse the action and put his hands on The Miz and laid him out. So, uh, man, if this becomes a match in the near future, oh, hey, you got my money for it. Baby. So again, your opinions matter, right? Of course it does. If you watch Monday Night Raw this past Monday on the USA Network, maybe you agree in my highlights. Maybe your highlights are better. Let me know what you think. Into the Squared Circle Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Send me a DM. Give me your top three, or maybe your top three is like mine. And if you agree or disagree, force your opinions. It matters. Right here on the show. All right, my friends. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll move on to my top three. All Elite Wrestling Dynamite on TBS this past Wednesday night. Right here on Into the Squared Circle Podcast. Had enough of pro wrestling? Check out a Lesson in Headbanging podcast with G-Beast, which is now available on all major podcasting outlets. So if you want to headbang, try to keep up with me. You will fail miserably, but you can still try. There's no harm in that. From headbanging in the front row to raging in the pit, G-Beast is a passionate rock and metal fan that loves his music. Check out a lesson in headbanging podcast with G-Beast today. All right, my friends. My top three all elite wrestling dynamite, which went down this past Wednesday, August the 9th, 2023 on TBS. And if you watched it, can you crack the code to see what's my top three all elite wrestling dynamite highlights? Let's talk about number one. Shall we? And it kicked off the show. Of course, I'm talking about the Jericho Appreciation Society. So we have the JAS meeting. You have Cool Hand Luke, Daddy Mac Magic, Ty Conte, Anna J, Daniel Garcia. Uh, who else is in there? Um, Jake Hager. That's right. Jake Hager was in the ring. And the whole group confronted Chris Jericho. And the whole group was tired of Chris Jericho's lies. Chris Jericho's decision to turn his back on his own family? Yeah, so the whole family decided to fall apart again. And uh, Daniel Garcia was the first one to tell Jericho, hey, I'm tired of the BS. I'm out of the group. Jake Hager goes up to next. He's like, you know what, dude? I love your hat you bought me, but hey, I'm tired of the BS. I'm done. Next thing you know, it's Cool Hand Luke. He's like, you know what, Jericho? I respect you. You've done a lot for me, but I'm done. And I'm leaving the Jericho Appreciation Society. Even Ty Conti was like, hey, I'm right behind him. I'm leaving your faction. And the Jay was like, you know what? I don't need your help. 
And I'm a grown-ass woman. Bye-bye. And she left. And now we're down to two people. Forgot Sammy Guevara was in there. Daddy Magic was like, you know what? And you know what? He was one of my favorites in this group. And why is that, G? Well, Daddy Magic, he, apparently he has a legit personal connection with Jericho because he was struggling to cut a promo. He was crying in the ring. Now, I assume it's a legit story where he was poor. He needed somewhere to live at. He had no money. And Chris Jericho invited Daddy Magic uh, to stay at his house and fed him and took care of him. I, I suppose was a legit story. I don't know. Fill me in, folks. So this was a legit story. But he was struggling to get the story out in this promo, in this segment. And he was crying. But he managed to push it out and told Chris Jericho, after all the help, after all the struggles, and you got me a job in AEW, and I love you, Chris Jericho, but I'm leaving your faction. And the last person standing in the JAS faction was Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara told Jericho, you know what? We've been through this in the past. He's talking about the inner circle. People all around me tell me, do not trust Chris Jericho. And Sammy Guevara didn't listen to all the naysayers. He stuck around for Chris Jericho for a long time. Well, now I'm going to step away. Leaving Chris Jericho standing in the middle of the ring by himself. Wow, what a dramatic intro to kick off All Elite Wrestling on TBS. Now, Chris Jericho was seen backstage with his suitcase and luggage ready to leave the arena. Don Callis stopped Chris Jericho. He's like, Chris, I'm sorry about what happened in the ring, but have you made your decision yet if you want to join the Don Callis family? Chris Jericho was like, you know what? I do have an answer. I will announce it next Wednesday on Dynamite. So, uh, there's that. And, uh, this dramatic intro segment made it one of my top three highlights of all Elite Wrestling Dynamite on TBS. <laughs> All right, so highlight number two of all Elite Wrestling Dynamite this past Wednesday on TBS. Well, it was no other than the Young Bucks. So the Young Bucks had a great match against the Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff the Hardys, in a traditional tag team match. And uh, it was a great match. Of course, the Hardys trying to keep the classic Hardy uh, image, the moves. Uh, as always, vintage Hardy boys style match and the young bucks were impressive as well all right g who won the match well the young bucks defeated the hardys and they respected each other after the match well the actual highlight out of this was where the young bucks called out ftr of course ftr was at the building who were the current aew world tag team champions they came out and nobody cut a promo i believe it was either nick or matt jackson one of them said ftr all in that's it ftr lifted their titles in the air both factions pointed at the flag the all-in flag which is hanging uh in the rafters and right after that tony khan made the match official we're gonna get a ftr versus the young bucks for the aew tag team champions so another match made official for all elite wrestling all in speaking of all in here's the updated card so right now we got ftr versus the young bucks featured on the card 
We also have Sting and Darby Allen versus the Mogul Embassy, which I believe will feature Swerve Strickland and AR Fox and a coffin match. And the main event of All In at Wembley Stadium, Adam Cole, baby, versus MJF, which will lead into my third and final highlight of All Elite Wrestling, Dynamite. <laughs> We had a segment between Adam Cole and MJF. It was a very entertaining and dramatic segment. So Adam Cole comes out, MJF comes out, and uh, Adam Cole was like, all right, man, here we are, folks. We're getting closer to All In, and we're getting ready for the big main event of All In. And my favorite funny part in this promo where MJF thought Adam Cole challenged him into a promo battle. <laughs> oh, this is so hilarious. And MJF was like, oh, okay, you want to have a, a, a promo battle against me? All right, Adam Cole, you are so skinny and ghostly pale white that if this was the 80s, Hulk Hogan would have snorted you. Yikes. <laughs> Brutal. And, and Adam Cole was like, dude, we're not having a, a promo battle. What the hell was that about? <laughs> MJF's like, oh, shit, my bad, my bad. I thought that was hilarious. But long story short here, Adam Cole told MJF, when I beat you and get that title around my waist, MJF was like, huh? whoa, 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 whoa. You ain't going to take the title, okay, buddy? We are friends, but he ain't taking Adam Cole was like, you know what? I have an idea. Let's add more gold to this tag team. Since we failed at the AEW World Championship run here, I have a better idea. Let's go after the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions, which are currently be held by Aussie Open. So Adam Cole was like, let's have a match it all in. MJF was like... Hold on, I'm not wrestling twice in one night. Adam Cole was like, this is for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles. And then he was like, eh, all right, fine. So the match is made official. On the pre-show of All In, Aussie Open will put their Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions on the line against Adam Cole and MJF at the pre-show. Wow, wow, man. So you got Adam Cole and MJF are going to start off the pre-show fighting Aussie Open for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, and then they're going to end the show in a singles match for the World Championship. Interesting. I, I see something happening here, folks, but I don't know what it is, but it's going to be interesting. So after all of this, Roderick Strong comes up, and if you've been keeping tabs with the story here, folks, Roderick Strong's been telling Adam Cole, watch your back, dude. MJF will turn you on you he will stab you in the back roderick strong came out and he's like dude what the hell i thought we were friends i'm the one of the original ring of honor tag team champion in the past now you're teaming up with mgf for the tag titles you know what dude the kingdom just matt taven mike bennett Mar maria canellis they told me they were right adam mccall you're not my friend no more. I have new friends now that I will trust. And Roderick Strong turned around and hugged Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, and they walked away. Wow, drama. Adam Cole was like, Roderick, don't leave. Ah, oh, shit. I screwed up. Adam Cole turns around, pushed MJF. He was pissed. Because MJF told Roderick Strong to piss up a rope. You're psycho. Adam Cole is my best friend. And uh, Adam Cole didn't like that. 
And he turned around and he pushed MJF. And fans were like, oh, oh, something's getting interesting here, folks. And MJF looked at Adam Cole and, he, and his face reaction was like, Bro, why you push? And fans were chat. Hug it out. Hug it out. Well, eventually, both men hugged it out. And MJF told Adam Cole, All right, dude, just get out the ring and go save your best friend. Go take care of your business. So, a very interesting promo, folks. A very interesting story. And who knows what big development could happen at All In at Wembley Stadium in a couple weeks, Sunday, August the 27th on pay-per-view. And there's your top three WWE, Monday Night Raw, and All Elite Wrestling Dynamite highlights right here on the show. Again, if you have your top highlights for either show, or maybe you disagree or agree with mine, Into the Squared Circle podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. Again, if you're a new listener and you made it this far, give me a like and give me a subscribe so you never miss an episode each and every time I upload right here in the podcast feed. All right, my friends, until the weekend, Friday Night SmackDown, we got a Hail the Chief celebration going down this Friday on SmackDown. We have Collision, the big trios championship match between the house of black versus cmftr which is cm punk and ftr so big matches big celebrations going down this weekend and until this weekend right here in the show have a great rest of your week have a great weekend and happy wrestling <laughs>